Welcome to Moving On Sideways. Um, this is my first time to record an episode for uh, season two. Um, this uh, this episode, well, first of all, let me say what this episode is about. Uh, this episode is going to be um, a segment episode, and it's going to be one segment per month, um, and it's going to be focusing on how the world and the U.S., is uh, fighting the coronavirus, or what What exactly, eh, not exactly, a very brief summary of what's going on um, with the coronavirus and um, the U.S. and the world, you know, as of, as of whatever month it is. Uh, today is December uh, 26, 2020, so it's the, um, the only episode of this, uh, oh, sorry, the only part of, the only segment of this episode that is being recorded in 2020. Um, so, basically, uh, most likely Thanksgiving, people traveling on Thanksgiving led to a huge surge with um, COVID cases and also COVID deaths in the U.S. Um, and then also this month in, in December, uh, both, vac- well, I, should, I shouldn't say both, the first two vaccines... Uh, came out for the coronavirus, which is Pfizer and Moderna. Um, and those are starting to be distributed in very, very small numbers to healthcare workers. Um, probably, I don't know the, I mean, I don't know, numbers are kind of on the boring side, but I assume less than 10,000 people in the U.S. are currently vaccinated. It might, might even be less than 1,000. I, I don't know. It's a very small number uh, if you look at statistics and things like that. Um, so that's kind of where we are, where we've had a huge surge. My theory is that the schools opening up uh, led to um, pretty big surge in the fall, which, you know, kind of exacerbated the whole Thanksgiving thing. Um, and like with the Thanksgiving thing, I, th- I think it's mostly people flying on airplanes and stuff like that that led to the coronavirus kind of a, uh, explosion in, in December. Um, I think if people are driving, it's much more less likely to have a a surge or whatever. Um, Anyways, so the the numbers are really bad. I don't know the exact number of uh, U.S. deaths for the coronavirus right now. Uh, I think maybe somewhere around 340,000. Somewhere, actually, that's, I would say between 320,000 and 340,000, I guess. But... This could be really boring if every month I'm just like, I don't know. But yeah, so so basically we're at the, I guess some people think it's the beginning of the end of the whole thing. But I've also heard heard before that if 55% of the population has either had the coronavirus or has had the vaccine, that it still is going to take two or three years to eradicate it, which is like <laughs> kind of unbearable because, you know, most people are tired of all this stuff. So, yeah. Um, so, that yeah, that's my uh, December uh, login or whatever for um, talking about how we're all handling the coronavirus. Today is uh, January 16th. It's uh, Saturday, um, 2021. Um, this is actually the second uh, recording I'm doing in 2021, but it's my First recording for this episode. It's such boring details to people, I'm sure. Um, (laughs) 
But anyways, uh, so I'm supposed to give a status update month by month about the coronavirus, um, the world, and the U.S. Um, the vaccine has come out since uh, my last podcast. I'm, well, actually, since my last episode in December. Although I know I recorded that episode really late in December, so the vaccine may have already been out by then. But um, one or two days ago, I, I heard that uh, 10 million Americans have already had the vaccine. Um, but the, uh, there's a huge, like, um, you know, huge, it's really hard, very, extremely hard for people to get the vaccine there. People are really trying to get the vaccine, you know, not, not everyone, of course, because a lot of people are, uh, very reluctant to get it. Um, but you know, if you had 50, if you had 50% of the country wanting it, that would be well over 150 million people that would want it. So if 10, if 10 million people, have gotten it and 150 million people want it. Therefore, lots of people, you know, lots of people are trying to get it right now. Um, I, part, the whole thing is just being done like extremely unorganized. I, I think that's an American, uh, American as in the U.S. Uh, characteristic is just to be, just to not really do things in a very organized manner. Um, and, I, and there's a lot of good that has come out of that. Um, with our country or with my country or whatever, but, um, definitely a lot of bad as well. <laughs> and this is just, you know, they just had the, the planning was awful for, uh, coming you know, for rolling out the vaccine. Um, and, and I'm, I mean like literally transporting the vaccine to locations and getting it to the actual people that, that want it. Like it's, um, that was done off terribly. Um, however, you know, I don't want to be that's that's basically everything I just said is kind of what the news is saying right now too. Um, I, I think it's actually kind of amazing that that many people have the vaccine already, because um, I'm getting I've been donating my plasma to uh, you know because I had the coronavirus in May of 2020. Um, I'm getting really sick of donating my plasma. <laughs> like the, the people that work there are are pieces of shit. They're not very nice. I'm donating my plasma. They, I mean, I'm, they act like I'm at. They act like they're doing me a favor. It's just, it's like, go, go fuck yourselves. I forgot that I'm allowed to cuss on my own podcast. <laughs> um, the one month was uh, in December of 2020. They're actually like nice, and they're they're asking me questions like what my symptoms were and stuff. But then it's funny, like I was starting to talk about what my symptoms were, and I got through maybe one or two symptoms out of seven or eight symptoms. And they just, they thought I was done talking and it's just like, and I, and like one thing I said was, uh, I slept for like, for just a couple nights, I slept for like 12 hours and I was just like laying in bed when I was awake and someone was like, Oh, that sounds pretty cool. I think I would like that. It's like, you don't understand what comes with that. It was like, my brain wasn't working very well, <laughs> extreme mental fogginess. But, um, I, I guess, uh, so just as far as the status of what the U S is going through, um, but as far as the actual coronavirus uh, affecting the U.S., it's it's definitely as worse as it's as it's been. Uh, we've had uh, in in January we've had a bunch of uh, record breaking days where most amount of people died per per day uh, more than any other day before that, and that goes back to like April and May of 2020, and um, I think the summer was another surge. But basically, it's like a surge on top of a surge on top of a surge, like. Because people traveled for Thanksgiving, there was a surge, and then people traveled for Christmas, and now we're dealing with that surge. But the thing is that it's like it's like a multiplier, um, exponential type of thing, 
where if we weren't already having one surge, then 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 the the Christmas surge wouldn't have been as bad as it was. But because we were already having the Thanksgiving surge, the Christmas surge is like really bad. And I th- and I think that the things I th- I think the fact that as I've I feel like I've said this before on this podcast, but the fact that the kids went back to school in the fall, I think that really screwed things up for people spreading around the coronavirus because a lot of them are probably asymptomatic. They spread it to their parents. Their parents assume they got it at the grocery store, but no, you got it from your kid who's around other kids for seven hours a day in a cl- in a in the inside building where they're all breathing in the same air, and it doesn't matter if they're all wearing masks. They're all breathing in the same air. But, yeah. Um, so there's that surge going on, and then the Thanksgiving. And then because of that surge, when Thanksgiving happened, people were f- literally flying in airplanes, like, on th- for Thanksgiving. Like, I, I'm... It's funny. I've never flown in an airplane for Thanksgiving or, or Christmas, actually. Just some minor driving, you know? Um, but, yeah, people are flying in airplanes... They can't just take one year off for Thanksgiving. Um, and, and then, the, you know, then we had the Thanksgiving surge, and now I've got the Christmas surge. So, so that's where we are as a country. Like, uh, there's 10 million people that are vaccinated. But the thing is about the vaccinations, those 10 million people have only had one dose, and apparently supposed to have two doses. So, you know, you, you could say there's 10 million people that are vaccinated, or you could say there's zero people because... I don't think any of them have had the second dose yet. yet. Well, I'm sure some of them have, but I mean, I bet it's way less than 1 million that have had the second dose. Um, <laughs> if I do this month by month I, and I keep with my time limit, <laughs> this might only be like three or four months because I'm going way longer than I thought I would go. But I, I kind of forgot that's how the doing the podcast is. It's like, um, it's actually pretty easy for me to fill up time with my thoughts because I have a lot of thoughts. Okay, that's it. Once again, it's January 16th, uh, 2021. Hello, today is um, February 28th. I, as soon as I started talking, my cat st- my cat looked at me. It was pretty funny. Uh, anyways, today is February 28th. I just barely made um, February for this episode. I almost, uh, I almost me- missed it by like... Well, it's actually very early on February 28th, so I missed, almost missed it by about 18 hours. Um, anyways, basically, the, uh, during February, the um, coronavirus has become, uh, there's been a big drop in cases and deaths and everything else in the U.S. I don't know about, I don't know about the rest of the world, but there has been a big drop in the U.S., and I mean, Personally, I would assume that it's because there was, you know, I, I mean, my whole thing about saying there's a surge based on kids going back to school, that's technically theoretical. I don't really know that that is the case. That's my theory. But about, like, Thanksgiving and Christmas, that's almost, I mean, that's basically a, almost a fact. It's hard to have any, real, you know, literal facts with the coronavirus because a lot of stuff is kind of... Uh, um, it's funny, my cat, my cat is looking at me like, she's like, what are you, she's like, why are you talking right now? <laughs> she's funny look on her face. But anyways, um, <laughs> she's not, she's not annoyed. She's just kind of, she looks very curious, like, why is he, ta-? he was just being quiet for hours and now he's talking. I don't get it. <laughs> and I think she probably thinks I'm talking to her too or something. I don't know. Uh, anyways, um, 
So, yeah, so we had these, like, surges, and I think those surges have, have you know, have, have obviously died down by now. So, I mean, to me, that seems like one reason why there was a huge dip in February. Uh, February is also a very snowy month. Like, um, here we just got, we didn't get that much accumulation, but we did get a lot of snow. Didn't really stick very much uh, in northern Virginia. But in the U.S., it was a very snowy uh February was a very snowy month, like for the entire U.S. or you know, rel- compared to other winters, I guess you could say. Um, and and they actually one news thing I I read said that you know don't don't take it, you know, this whole idea that um, people are thinking that the coronavirus is dying down a lot. Like at one point, it said uh, the testing centers were were um, you know some of them were closed because of the weather. So. So people might have not been getting tested. But, I mean, but another thing about all the snow and stuff is that if people are inside because of snow, then they're not likely to, you know, be around each other, which could actually also lead to a huge drop, huge drop in the coronavirus cases. Um, however, now now it's the end of February, and I've, I've seen a couple things online about the, uh, about, how this, you know, dropping off or whatever has kind of plateaued and now we're at a plateau. Um, and, um, basically not to let your guard down, blah, blah, blah. Um, yes, yesterday, uh, I I attended a, well, I attended a baby shower actually, but, um, I went, I went over to my friend's house and, uh, um, it was just the two of us. And uh, we were on this, we were on a Zoom call with the baby. So yeah, I didn't I didn't physically attend, but I attended via Zoom. But it was so awkward because my friend and I. So we were on one camera. We were the only people on the Zoom call, and um, he had it set up on his on his TV so that everyone on the TV looked really big. But they had it they had it in portrait mode, so like it was probably some cell phone, and um, and they had a uh, so we were taking up little tiny space on the cell phone at the top of the cell phone because we were in landscape mode. So it was kind of like a, a size thing. Like we were like tiny compared to them and they were huge compared to us. It reminded me of the book, um, Horton, Here's a Who. And my friend and I were the Who's. And uh, anyone who happened to see us, I guess they were like Horton, the elephant, and all the, all the other... Um, Things in that book. I won't describe the book. I'll just assume the audience knows the book, although I doubt the audience does, depending on age of the audience. But yeah, if you if you haven't if you don't know what I'm talking about, just uh, look look up uh, Horton. Here's a who. Yeah. So, anyways. Um. But yeah, I did take a a screenshot of some some news thing that I wanted to read. Um. Hopefully, this will be all right to do. But yeah, so this is, uh, I took this picture, actually I'll tell you when I took it. I took it on Wednesday, so today's Sunday. So anyways, I took it uh, on uh, February 24th. So, this is, uh, this is the Atlantic, and you know, basically almost all news is really just people's opinions. But um, this is this person's opinion. <laughs> uh in the middle of January, the deadliest month of the pandemic, one day after inauguration, the Biden administration put out a pre-comprehensive national strategy for beating COVID-19. The 200-page document include, includes many useful goals, such as restore trust 
with the American people and mount a safe, effective, and comprehensive vaccination campaign. But nowhere does it give a quantitative threshold for when it will be time to say, okay, done, we've beaten the pandemic. A month later, it's time to get specific. The facts are undeniable. Seven-day average of new cases in the United States has fallen by 74% since their January peak. Hospitalizations have gone down by 58% and deaths have dropped by 42%. Meanwhile, more than 60 million doses of vaccine have gone into American arms. At some point, maybe even some point relatively soon, the remaining emergency measures that were introduced in March 2020 will come to an end. But when exactly should that happen? Um, oh, yeah. Also, so on the whole va vaccine thing, my parents uh, got their first vaccine with M Moderna. And they're scheduled to get their second dose of that, um, I think, this Wednesday. And um, I went to a, a – I did physically attend a, a real tiny birthday get-together with five people um, this last week. And, um, and, and one of the girls there – had just got her second uh, that day. That day, I got her second uh, Moderna vaccine. Um, and then, and then those these people that I went to the this party with or whatever, they they're the they've been on cruises. They've been on several cruises in their lives. I've actually never been on a cruise, um, but I I'm I'm kind of up for uh, going on a cruise with them. Like I think it'd be way more fun than going by myself for sure. Um, well, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> the thing I had a thought though, that like, seriously, if I get annoyed with these people, cause I don't know them that well, but if I get annoyed with these people and want to, um, get, a, get away from them on a cruise ship, like that'd be extremely easy. Cause I probably, my room probably wouldn't be close to theirs. So I could just stop meeting them for dinner or whatever <laughs> and just kind of be by myself for the rest of the cruise ship or something. Or even just do like a mixture of that. Like if I got annoyed with them, I could just maybe one day um, avoid, uh, you know, avoid them for a day or something and then come back and be like, oh, yeah, I wanted to unwind, you know. I mean, probably it's like kind of tell the truth. Like, I just wanted some time for myself, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. But but one reason why, I mean, first of all, I don't care. I'll you know change the subject whenever I want, but... One reason I bring that up on this podcast is that, so they were supposed to go, so, you know, today's, so it's February of 2021. They were supposed to go on a cruise, actually, uh, in April of uh, 2020. It's, it's pretty annoying for them because they, um, they go on, uh, they usually go on cruises, I think, in February. Uh, no, I think they usually do go in April, actually. Anyways, so obviously their, their cruise in April of 2020 was canceled. Um, and I think it was, uh, postponed until, actually, I'm pretty sure it was postponed until, uh, February. Um, they, yeah, when I met with them, they were supposed to be on a cruise actually. So that was obviously canceled. Um, so now they're supposed to be on a cruise in October and the way that, and, um, the, the cruise ship that they're supposed to go on has, you know, these, everything just keeps canceling a couple of months ahead of time, you know? Like, nothing's, like, canceling a year and a half ahead of time. Everything's just, like, oh, we're canceled for the next two months or whatever. So, um, or more than two months, usually. <laughs> so, this this cruise ship, uh, or it's actually the, the company, I think it's Carnival, like, the worst one, but also the cheapest one. Um, they're, uh, they're 
canceling cruise ships or they're, they're not allowing any any cruise ships through through May. And it's February right now, so that's really three months, like March, April, May. From now, no cruise ships at all, and possibly in June. But we'll see if that we'll see if that happens too. Because like, I don't want to book a cruise for October, and and have it, uh, you know, get canceled. I, I think that people, I was asking them because because obviously they had more. I think at this point they've had more than one. Yeah, they definitely had more than one cruise ship canceling them. I was asking about the refund policy and they didn't, I think they thought they were being clear, but they weren't, they were not being very clear. I, I, I could not understand what the refund policy is. Like, I don't want to lose a penny to, <laughs> to a cruise ship getting canceled. It's just annoying, you know? <clears throat> Cause I'm not, I'm not super excited to go on a cruise anyways. It's kind of like everyone, I, the people that go on cruises are, they love cruises or whatever, but I'm, I'm not that excited about it, but uh, I guess I'd like to do it once or whatever. I'm de- I definitely uh, like boats a whole lot, so yeah. So theoretically, it could be pretty cool for me. Um, yeah, but now as far as like I guess uh, catching the coronavirus again on a cruise ship, I didn't really even think of that. But I don't know. I, I mean, obviously, it's you have a higher chance of getting in on a cruise ship than your normal everyday life, but it's arguably not that much worse than going to, to the grocery store. Although maybe it is that much worse. I don't know. <laughs> um, actually, one of the the things that I would fear the most is getting st- stuck out on the water like people did in, I don't know if it was March or April of 2020. Like that was crazy. People were like, it was, it, it seemed to me like being in prison. Like people were stuck um, and I think they're even confined to certain parts of the cruise ship, but there were cruise ships that were just sitting out at sea for, for a couple of weeks and people were just stuck there. Like, um, that's crazy to me. It seems a lot like prison. <laughs> and I think, I think in the, the 19th century in Britain, I think they actually did put some prisoners on boats and just leave the boats like, you know, a few hundred feet out in the water. Like, I, I think that actually was a prison system. So yeah, but um, I actually had no idea I'd go on for this long, but that's okay with me. I, that, that'll be it for February of the coronavirus report. Hello, today is uh, March 26th. Um, I was actually hoping or trying, I guess, to uh, record March's episode on March 23rd because March 23rd is um, the one-year anniversary of when uh, Virginia shut down all non-essential businesses. Um, And I was even thinking of reading the timeline. Uh, A local radio station has a website that has, like, the timeline of uh, all the one-year anniversaries of March uh, pertaining to D.C., Virginia, and Maryland. Um, But I don't know. I don't really want to do... I just don't think that would be the most interesting thing to do. I mean, like, just reading it is kind of not what I wanted to do. And maybe, you know, if I was going to talk about it, that might be that might be more um, more what I want to do. Anyways, um, the uh, numbers have been way down for COVID uh, in March, but they are starting to go up again. And a lot of places are reopening and things. I think Texas completely, well, I shouldn't say that. 
I think Texas took away all the uh, state mandates, but a lot of businesses, including masks, but a lot of businesses still have uh, mask mandates. So, like, people have to, when they walk into business, they have to think about, like, if if the business is allowing it or not. Like, for example, Costco is kind of notorious for having strict uh, mask mask rules. But yeah, basically this whole month is like the one year anniversary of when a lot of things were sh- were shutting down in the U.S. <coughs> um, I actually uh, signed up for a uh, vaccine and I have an appointment one week from today on April 2nd. So if I have an interesting reaction to um, the vaccine, I might record April's episode on February, <laughs> I mean, not February, on April 2nd or something like that. Um, and then since, uh, it's actually the Pfizer one. So if I have my second shot three weeks later, um, then that will also be in April. So maybe I'll record my, my April episode then. But, um, so the U S is doing all right, although the numbers are increasing, increasing in a lot of States, but, uh, Europe has gone under some, some new shutdowns recently. Um, I think their numbers were going up and Brazil is like, looking really bad right now. Uh, Brazil recently had their deadliest day of the the pandemic yet. Um, over 3,000 people died in Brazil, like someday re- real recently. And Brazil has like population of around 200 million or something. So it's roughly two thirds the population of the U.S. population. So over 3,000 deaths in, in one day is... Uh, is significant. Like it would be like four or five thousand in the U.S., which I don't think we ever got that high in one day. We, we were around three three thousand whatever per per day in some of the worst days that we've had with the pandemic. Um, but like, okay, so I have a a friend who is gonna um has been trying to go on a cruise, and uh, I guess it's two friends. It's kind of like friends slash acquaintances. But um, they had a cruise set up in October of this year, and I saw recently that all cruise lines are like not allowed to go through November of this year, which is kind of quite quite a thing to do. That's like eight months away. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of almost kind of mean. Um, but yeah, um, I, I, with that, I kind of felt like let's just take it a couple months at a time, not go that far out. But yeah. So, I don't know when travel will return to normal, because I'm sure a lot of people are starting to feel kind of stuck. <laughs> like, we can travel anywhere in the U.S., but to leave the U.S., it's it's very difficult. Um, so, I guess I'll just leave it at that. So, this is March 26th. Hello, today is April 2nd, 2021. I got my uh, COVID-19 vaccine um, earlier today. It was the Pfizer one. Um, the place was actually run pretty pretty well. It was pretty organized. Um, after I got it, they had me go to a specific area. First of all, I didn't even feel the needle for the most part. I don't think I felt it at all. That's uh, From what I understand, that's what a lot of people are saying. Or, I don't know, very small sample size. I probably talked to three people. He said that, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I've had a, I've had a pretty pretty decent reaction from it. I'd I'd say probably, probably worse than the average person. Um, 
I took my temperature about an hour ago and it was 99.2, but then I took it just now and it was 98.2. So I guess I had a, a, a little bit of a fever for like a little bit. Um, my arm's pretty sore. I feel kind of, uh, sh kind of shitty, kind of weird. Um, but not too terrible. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Maybe I had a slightly worse than average uh, reaction to it so far. Of course, I not not of course, but anyways, I've actually heard that the day after you get a shot is when people are having more of a negative reaction. So if that's the case, then I, it could be pretty bad for me tomorrow. But um, but maybe I don't know. Maybe I also kind of think that maybe today I'm just gonna feel kind of bad, and then tomorrow maybe feel feel better. Um, but yeah, they, they had me go to a place where I had to wait 30 minutes, and most people, they only have wait 15 minutes. But I think they had me go to, like, I noticed when I went to this place that uh, a lot of people were either elderly or obese. Um, so I think they had me go to a high-risk place, and I think the reason why they did that is because uh, I had COVID-19 in the past. So yeah. Um, and then as far as, like, the uh, state of COVID in the world... Um, <laughs> or the U.S. My mom said that over 90 million Americans have been vaccinated, which is uh, over half of the uh, population over 18 years old in the U.S., um, which is, or, or at least received one vaccine. Yeah. So another thing that's relatively new is that Krispy Kreme has said that they're going to, if you show your, your vaccine uh, card, you can get a free uh, uh, glazed donut one glazed donut per day for the entire year. Um, and w a few hours after I got my vaccine, my parents and I went to Krispy Kreme and I got, and we all got donuts. It was their first donut and they got, they got vaccinated in January, but it was, uh, I, th I thought it was funny. It was the first, uh, within, you know, I pretty much got a free donut as soon as I could, <laughs> which, uh, which was pretty good. <laughs> I don't know how many days the rest of the year I'm going to do that, but probably a lot. Yeah, so um, so anyways, back to the, the world or whatever. Um, today I looked up, because uh, I, I, know, I know that we're not, Americans are not allowed to travel to other countries for the most part right now. The other, it's the other countries are not letting us in. But I just like researched it tonight a little bit on the European Union. And um, yeah, we're definitely not allowed to go to the European Union. But it was a little bit, no like, because I haven't, you know, I've just kind of taken the media's word at everything about all these travel bans. But um, it was a little bit annoying to actually look into because it was hard to get a straight-up answer about these types of things. Because um, I think, I don't know about the European Union specifically, but I think there are all these places where you think that you can't go. I think if you, like, maneuver the system and go to, like, Turkey first or something like that, quarantine in Turkey for two weeks or something, then you're allowed to go to certain places. But, or, I mean, that's just a, I know a guy, well, not, I know of a guy, a YouTuber, who actually immigrated from, I think, I don't know if it's temporary or whatever, but immigrated from the, U, he's British, uh, from the UK to the United States, and he actually did go to Turkey, of all places, and, quarant and quarantined there for two weeks. I don't think he actually literally quarantined, I think he went out and did stuff, but just being in Turkey was like quarantining. It was, it was, it was really, in his case, it, the whole thing was r ridiculous because UK might have a lot of cases, but it has way less than the US. So like the whole idea of like the US banning um, 
certain countries, like it made sense to ban China, uh, travel from China, and it made sense to ban travel from Europe in the beginning, but at this point, um, uh, sorry, I got interrupted. <laughs> at, at this, not even at this point, I'm even talking about like May of last year. <laughs> um, it, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, oh, it's like someone, it's like a cat that has a whole bunch of fleas, and like it's another cat that has some fleas comes by, and the cat that has a whole bunch of fleas is like, don't get near me, you've got fleas! And the cat that has, a, has some fleas is like, yeah, you're right, I do have fleas, but you have way more fleas than I do! And then the cat that has a lot of fleas is like, I'm not listening to you, just don't get near me, you have fleas! So I thought that was, um, that's just how I see it. <laughs> um, so yeah, so this is like one update per month, and this is like about a, a week after my last update. Um, so I, I guess I'm not allowed to make another update until May. And this might even be the last one of the episode, but I don't think that's going to be the case. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, as far as, uh, the, uh, so like, you know, a bunch of Americans are vaccinated, but we, we're in like a, I was asking my parents about this, like, are we actually in a new surge now in early April or not? And they... Like, is it, is, it, is it kind of a lie? Or it's not, obviously, it's not a lie. Is it being over-exaggerated in one direction? Or is it an actual surge? I think that it's a... I, I think it's nothing compared to the January surge. I gotta, like, I guess do the research or whatever. But, um... I guess I'll probably do one more... One more of this, these episodes. Or one more segment, at, at least. Probably only one more, to be honest. <laughs> so, yeah. Having a, somewhat of a somewhat of a bad reaction, but not real bad to my COVID shot earlier today. All right, that's all. Today is May 23rd, uh, Sunday. Um, I'm actually uh, recording this about one hour before this post, uh, which for me is a big deal because I always record stuff way ahead of time, too too far ahead of time, as I've pretty much been discussing. So yeah, um, Okay, so first of all, I recorded my last segment when I had uh, just gotten my first dose of the uh, Pfizer vaccine. Um, I had an absolutely horrible reaction to it. Uh, most likely far worse than anyone you know had a really bad reaction to the Pfizer vaccine, um, which kicked in later that night, probably one or two hours after I re recorded that, and the next day was, was really bad. And then the the next the, the day after that, which was was a Sunday, um, was also still pretty bad. It was so bad that I went to my parents' house, um, and I was too weak to carry. To I usually take my cat to my parents' house when I go there. I was too weak to take my cat to my parents' house. Um, and I could only tolerate being hanging around them for like one or two hours. And I was like, I gotta go because like when I'm in pain, I don't like to be around people. I like to be by myself. Um, like I'm pretty obsessed with it when I'm, uh, I'm in pain. I just really hate being around people. Um, yeah. So as far as my symptoms or whatever, uh, just a lot of body pain, some, somewhat of a headache. Um, I slept more than usual, but not, not, I didn't sleep as much as when I did have the coronavirus. I think, I think the reason why my body reacted so badly is because, um, well, there's a couple reasons actually. But mainly it's the fact that I already had uh, COVID and even a couple months ago I got tested for antibodies. Well, I, I donated plasma and 
they just coincidentally tested me for antibodies and emailed me that I do have COVID-19 antibodies. So I've, so I like very much have the antibodies to them. So I think my body thought that I was coming down with it again and was immediately fighting it off. And it was just like, it was really bad. (laughs) It was like, like, I just wanted to escape, just, just get out of the situation. Like if I was like a, I don't have a, I don't have, I've never done heroin, but if I had done heroin in my life in the past, um, let's say hypothetically, I mean, I really haven't done, I'm not like lying or anything, but like, yeah, let's say like uh, hypothetically, um, I had done it in the past and let's say I had been f- sober from heroin for like five years and was really proud of the fact that I was sober for five years. In that state of mind, I think I would have been seeking out heroin. I've been like, anything to escape this, this sucks. Yeah, um, I probably would have just resisted though, but I would have had the desire to do that at least. Because I just, I had the desire to escape the solar system, like get, get, out, of, get out of this area or whatever. Anyways, the second dose um, was much better for me. Um, it, was, uh, it was still pretty bad, but it was definitely better. Um, I, the day that I got my first dose, I had a pizza that night, and I definitely think that that made it worse than it would have been without the pizza. Um, so when I got my second dose, I was telling the nurse, you know, I had a really bad reaction to my first dose, blah, blah, blah. Um, and she recommended that I drink Pedialyte, which I'd never heard of before. And I think a lot of people would think it tastes disgusting. I thought it tasted pretty good. So it tasted pretty good. So I bought some Pedialyte on my way home. Um, and I drank that periodically uh, after I got my second dose. Um, and it, it got kind of bad the, the day after I got my second dose, but it was, it was definitely much better than the, the first time. Um, so yeah. But thank goodness that's in the past. And if there's like a, some kind of one-year booster, I'm going to be kind of hesitant about taking it. <laughs> because, well, or you know what? I mean, my experience after the second dose really wasn't that bad. So maybe I would take a one-year booster. But I don't know. I don't have to think about it for now. So I'm not going to worry about it for right now. I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. But as far as the world goes, um, or, okay. So India has been really bad. They're probably going to surpass the United States on deaths. From the coronavirus, but that's just like reporting the news, basically. Um, here in the U.S., um, the CDC said that people don't need to have masks indoors, and a lot of states, including Virginia, took away the uh, mask mandate. But a lot of a lot of stores are still keeping, um, you know, keeping the policy that people have to wear masks in those stores. And just the culture on culture in general is very much everyone's wearing masks everywhere. My, my parents were in a uh, food line recently, and they were not wearing a mask, and, like, everyone else was wearing masks, a mask. And I was in a, a Lidl, another grocery store recently, and the exact same thing happened. But I think if, every, if almost everyone in a grocery store is wearing masks, I think I'm just going to wear a mask. Cause, so, yeah, I was, didn't wear a mask. It's kind of an experiment, and it was just it was such an awkward experience. But yeah, uh, it seems, I don't know, as of right now, May 23rd, uh, 2021, at least in the United States, it seems that um, we're kind of getting over the whole coronavirus thing. And uh, people are kind of allowed to travel to Europe under weird conditions, like certain parts of Europe and stuff, like Europe is starting to open up for the U.S., etc. Anyways, so that's, the, uh, that's this episode. This is Moving on Sideways.